more of a half uh, glass half empty. Carol's got a glass half full. Apple, it seems, has got to half the orders of, of new iPhones that they expect to join us now to help us get through these numbers is Alex Webb. Alex, what has Apple told us? Well, Apple's told us nothing, as ever. But as we, ever. we know that um, it's been a, a drip, drip, drip of news since the, um, well, actually since about a year ago when we first knew that this iPhone 10 was coming, we heard about problems with the OLED supply chain. That's the kind of screen technology they're using the next iPhone. And increasingly, the other big innovation in the phone, the front-facing 3D sensor, which will use facial recognition to unlock your phone, there are big problems in the supply chain there. So what that's meaning is it is increasingly looking as though Apple will not be able to satisfy all demand in this Christmas quarter. That's just the implication of some of these reports. We don't know that for certain. And there is a very good chance they'll satisfy it in the months to come after the new year. So it's just a matter of it's not going to happen later rather than sooner. <laughs> I, I think that's the, the hope that uh, that investors have, certainly. You know, the stock hasn't taken a massive pounding. The fact is that you know people are not investing in Apple's stock for how many iPhones they sell between November the 3rd and December the 31st. They're investing in the stock for this sort of two-year product cycle. Well, so there's a long view on this. All right, but it does affect the numbers that we get in this quarter. I mean, if for those who are looking for a certain kind of number this quarter, uh, not getting it is, is, is not good news. I mean, you know, the stock's market was up today big time, but uh, Apple, the biggest stock, should have been a big contributor to that, wasn't. Yeah, it, it, that's, it's very true. But I guess the, the thing that people are looking at is what are people going to buy if they're not going to buy an iPhone 10? Well, maybe they'll buy an iPhone 8. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to buy a Samsung S8 because the only um, – the, the Samsung S8 doesn't have this 3D sensor thing. So is it really the screen technology which is going to convince someone to ditch an iPhone for a Samsung? Uh, that's a kind of intangible we won't quite know until no, they start reporting next earnings. It's not. There's already one, an 8 in my house and my husband's just waiting for the 10. And he'll wait. I mean, we're – you know – He'll wait. Apple people will wait. And, you know, <laughs> Apple has been made a very concerted effort in recent years, not only to, to get people to pre-order their phones and get into this iPhone upgrade program where you pay a monthly fee and get a phone um, every year. Depend, you know, That's what the, my daughter has. That's exactly what she has. Yeah. And then the other thing, of course, is just this stickiness. Like every single photo that you download into your or take and store in your iPhone, every song that you download with Apple Music, every app that you download from the App Store, it's increasingly hard then to port all that to an Android and you're stuck in their system. Uh, it's it's uh, we've seen some of those numbers too about when the changes happen when people switch from one operating system or or one type of phone to, uh, to Apple they tend to stay there. Yeah, it's it's I mean, when Tim Cook talks about doubling the services revenue to about fifty billion dollars by twenty twenty, that is serves one purpose clearly make more money. But also the more services you sell people, the more addictive this iOS ecosystem, the Apple iPhone iPad ecosystem becomes. Anything we need to know about Apple's supply chain? Is any of it changing or is it pretty much consistent as we've seen? I think one of the really interesting things here related to this um, this 3D sensor, you know, a lot of these companies in this space have never had to build a product at this scale before. And when I say at the scale, I mean twofold. A, the quantity of, of the components, but B, on this tiny, you know, several centimeters by millimeters across. The previous product they made using this technology was the Microsoft Connect, which was the size of a quite large book. So they're having, they've been pushed to meet this deadline. And I think a lot of them have found it quite hard. It possibly speaks to the challenges there are now in bringing really top-notch innovations to smartphones. Perhaps it's plateauing a little bit, and perhaps, just perhaps, Apple is losing a bit of its mastery over the supply chain. Well, uh, well that, isn't that interesting, too? Because that's, of mm -hmm. course, Tim Cook's calling card is how I got the job, probably. Um, but 
it also strikes me that there's secretness, there's secret... Uh, uh, secretiveness. There's secretiveness across all of us. <laughs> we both aspects, need help what today, do, Alex. <laughs> um, is, isn't helping them because their suppliers can't get a head start on stuff because they're not going to let them know what's going to be in the phone. Right. I mean, I've sp- spoken to people in the supply chain who told me that you know they are given a, um, a particular specification for a tiny little component which is pieced into this technology. They send it to Apple. Apple comes back two months later and says, okay, tweak this a little bit. And it's a back and forth, back and forth. They never know what the final piece looks like. It's the classic Marxist alien nation of the supply chain. Marxist. Alienation production, I should say. Sorry. How does this stuff leak out, though? Does it, it, it? Does the company leak it out? How does this get leaked out? I mean, it's a lot of work from the likes of us. Uh, yeah. The hours and hours of telephone calls, emails. It's triangulation. You start at sort of a 10,000-foot view and gradually get hints uh, on each direction until you can finally identify what, what is going on. Um, as we look at this, too, I mean, this was this is their big event here. I mean, is, are the are the sales of the ten um, uh, baked in? I mean, do we know that this device is going to be the success? That because there are some significant design changes here that were not evident in the other ones, not least of which uh, uh, the lack of a button and the and the face recognition to log on the phone. I mean, if those things don't work very well, people might not want this phone at all. We're going to know in about. 10 days time. Um, November the 2nd is when Apple reports earnings. That's uh, Thursday week. And November the 3rd is when the next iPhone hits stores. And when they release their earnings, they give a forecast for the um, for the for this current quarter we're in. They give a sales forecast and that will give us a good read on how they see things going. And sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, uh, When do they start accepting orders for the, the, uh, the 10? It's on Friday. So Friday is almost as big a deal as the subsequent week when they actually hit stores. So do I have to stay up to midnight on Thursday? I mean, you don't I should have to, but I mean, if that's your prerogative. I mean, really? You this know is your world core. I know. The guy who reads, you know, SEC filings in front of a fire at home. Can't you just send your kids down? Which is really weird because I don't have a fireplace, so it's a little dangerous. But, you All right, know, I'm making up a few things. I live but on you the do edge. read SEC filings. I read you can until we get to sleep. <laughs> no, he just likes them, Alex. This is who he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why God invented the iPad. I don't know if uh, the Apple folks knew that. Yeah, exactly. All Alex, right. always a pleasure. Thank you. Alex Weber, Bloomberg Tech Reporter. And my personal book uh, uh, connoisseur, Butler, glad to have you. At your service. Your help.